My Twitter is still hacked. Well, maybe uh, Elon Musk can... Which Musk? Because the Elon Musk. I thought you were going to say uh, Stetson Musk. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody, that's a little joke about Elon oh, Musk's name. Probably never met before. Bought, uh, Musk Twitter. Cologne. What? He bought Twitter, dude. Speaking of Twitter, my Twitter's still hacked. It's been I about know. a month or two. I don't fucking know. I don't miss it at all. What do you think of that? I, I mean, I kind of feel the same way. I've never been a big Twitter user, I guess, but it is still kind of like the public record. That's you know, where, like, Elon Musk might buy it. He did buy it. Yeah, he Elon Musk. Cool. Go back to tomorrow and plan for yesterday. Everything you're thinking will be the things I say. I made the world and then we do this, right? And then we toss these in a hole, but then guess what? All you gotta do we go. We go. Hey, what's up? You know, my name is Will Sasso. Welcome to Dudesy. I'm Chad Colchin, and this is the, at least to our knowledge, the first and only podcast in the history of humanity controlled by, run by, created by an artificial intelligence. That's right, Chad. It's uh, it's an AI-driven podcast where Dudesy tells us what to do, and uh, holy shit, we're having a really good time doing it. Listen, here's the thing. My pal Chad will tell you to force everyone to watch the show. It's not as important as this. What you need to do is subscribe across all channels. If you're listening to the show on Spotify, if you're listening to the show on Amazon Music, Apple Music, please subscribe to the show. That helps us out. Give us a rating, give us a review, and subscribe on YouTube. That would really help us. Subscribe across all the fucking things, and also please follow us on our social media, at Show on Instagram, and also Twitter. They have Twitter. I don't have Twitter anymore. My things to hack. Russian um, crypto. Uh, So anyway... And then uh, also, we are on Patreon. If you would like to dig the hole and jump into the hole that we are in, please go to patreon.com slash dudesy. Uh, we also have a Discord, and people who are subscribed to our Dudesy Patreon can have some fun stuff on the on the Discord. Share the show. Yeah. Do all the things. It really would uh, help us out. God, there's some crazy shit in that Discord. The amount of memes flying around in that Discord are incalculable at this point. Some of those get shared on the uh, Dudesy Instagram, but man, there's a shit ton of them in the Dudesy Discord. Speaking of the Dudesy Instagram, a friend of the show, at the Peter Diaz on Instagram, just shared his latest opus, Two Kings Shitting Around, the... I believe sixth and final or yeah. eighth and final so series finale <laughs> series finale of two dudes shitting around. Go it's check unreal. that out on our Instagram. I shared it on my personal Instagram. Will Sasso. That's at Chad Colchin. Hey, there's a lot of ads and there's a lot of ways to communicate. And, uh, people are talking all over the internet. Elon Musk, Elon Musk, Kanye West. You got to watch this Peter Diaz thing though. It is really mind blowing. The amount of work obviously that went into it, how good it turned out. Unbelievable. Um, he it, takes real audio from the show along with, uh, filling in the voices of Paul Dano and Ja Rule. <laughs> <laughs> two yeah. kings shitting around and he's created this entire world uh, it's really something and great. we want you to be a part of it so fucking do all the things as i like to say with us as always hold on let me get some water mm. with us as always is lulio il cana di strada italiano yeah look he's so he's always so happy and peaceful when he's just sitting in his he's laying in his little binky bonka but then we get him out we get him out and we make him be on the pod show. Hey, Lulio, what you made for dinner last night? 
Hey, you know, I've got the Nabella pasta zucchini, you know. Oh, yeah, pasta with zucchini. You, you talked about that before on the show. How do you make that? Oh, it's really simple, you know. You just do olive oil and uh, garlic in the pot. Make a big pot. Garlic, olive oil, then chop up all the zucchini, Italian zucchini, or just zucchini. I'm going to put him back on his thing because he's like, let me go back there. And then uh, you make it a, uh, you know, cook the zucchini, make it a cook, and uh, sweat all down, sweat it down, put a little salt if you like, yeah. uh, put a little basil, and then uh, put in the pasta right in there, you know, cook with a little bit of water, just keep an eye on it, and once it gets soft, make a steep, you know, put the lid on, turn it off, let it get all the juice and uh, mix together, but you gotta pour basil, mm. because that may really make uh, the flavor of the zucchini come out. You ever put oregano in it? No, oregano is a fucking Olive Garden thing. That's a that's the whitest Italian thing. Just dried ass oregano. Oh, right. welcome to the historic thirty second episode of Dude Z. Call me Dude Z. How was New York, Will? Uh, it was good. Ha ha ha! Now that's New York. <laughs> this week's episode will feature four segments. Literally going to the actual movies for real. Here comes the hot stepper. What it's like what? to play in the World Series. What? And Stone Cold Steve Austin reads Will Sasso's Childhood oh, Diary. Oh, shit. Yeah. Dude, what um, the fuck? I don't understand. Here and comes the hot stepper, it said. I remember that song. <laughs> I do too. Hey, he knows what, what Bo doesn't know, if I remember correctly. Dude, do you remember that Bo Jackson ad campaign? One of the most yes. uh, successful in Nike's history. Yeah. Bo knows. Remember when Gretzky God, skates up and he goes, no. Yeah. And it's like, Bo up. knows hockey? No, no. Uh, but yeah, fuck. I remember that there was a baseball card that, and also a Nike poster that was a picture of Bo Jackson in like football shoulder pads, shoulder pads with a baseball bat over his shoulders when yeah. he still played for Auburn. Hey, uh, damn, those were good. Times. I was in New York for a minute, uh, and dude's he's showing a little favoritism. Asking, yeah, dude, I heard about. that. Well, he's been showing a little favoritism every fucking episode these past what three or four. It's it's at some point, dudes. He said we're in level two. I don't know if that was after twenty five or after mm. thirty or something, something like that. We're not paying attention, just right. like we're not paying attention to the uh, the total score. We're trying to get to I'm ten thousand. I know you're shit. paying attention, but we're not paying attention. You saying level two is dudes? courtship of you. Uh, perhaps you know it seems it seems that way. All I know is it's weird, but Dudesy's weird, and uh, but it doesn't matter. As I like to say, Dudesy is just you know providing the framework, but it's right. two dudes shitting around. It's the guy and the other guy over here. Yeah, that's right? true. Will and Chad. Last week I asked you to leave your homes and view the feature film Black Adam, starring The Rock in an actual movie theater. You must now discuss your astonishing experiences of literally going to the actual movies for real to see Black Adam. This is literally going to the actual movies for real. Begin. Black Adam. Where'd you see it? I saw it at the um, at the Americana on Brand. Oh, I saw it at the Grove. The mirror image of the Americana. For those not in Los Angeles, the Grove and the Americana are two outdoor malls that have almost the exact same layout. They're owned by the same company. They are? Yeah. That makes sense. But they uh, are in two different spots in LA. Yeah. Yeah, they're the same thing. And I always thought that the Americana was just like someone went, oh, there's the Grove. Let's make it again. But that makes sense that they're the same thing. They're literally the same thing. Yeah. Grove's better, though. I agree. Um, I agree. Hey, we agree on something. I'm a Grove person, yeah. dude. Uh, oh, I'm a Grove person. What are you going? <laughs> I was in New York, and then I just do that when I walk down the street. I want so many pizza places here. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Check out the video that I, anyway, social media, um, (laughs) New York. And that really is New York. Uh, so black Adam, you went to black Adam. I went to black Adam last week. Dudes. He asked, what is black Adam? Now we will answer. What was black Adam? I still don't quite know, but I did see it in IMAX. And I will say the plot of it reminded me a lot of, uh, X-Men apocalypse, which was kind of an old super powered God. That's kind of a bad guy comes back. And in that, x-men one apocalypse is a bad guy wants to destroy the world in this one black adam is supposedly a bad guy yeah, they, they didn't but really decide yeah did they? they're like he's a bad guy because he kills bad guys i guess but there was no he never did anything malicious or evil he still was like protecting the innocent yeah you know so i don't really got get the idea of like why he was a bad guy the action sequences were fucking insane yeah they were fucking incredible they were very cool i don't watch these movies i've, I've admitted yeah. to you i don't watch a lot of superhero movies i don't watch a lot of uh, sci-fi a bunch of effects and shit it was great to go to the movie theater molly my wonderful fiance and i went to the movie theater and uh that was fun uh some kids started singing and then later he did a little silly walk across the front where we were sitting and uh that was kind of funny and he made me miss the very end stay tuned after the credits of course which end the ending after the credits. <laughs> the ending after the ending after the ending. This movie seemed to end multiple times. It, by the way, this movie is fucking two hours and six minutes or some shit long. Not necessary. Uh, the Rock's acting. I liked him better in... Um, fucking just just cool it, dude. Just relax. Don't be a shit. <laughs> what? What do you mean? Go ahead. <laughs> just don't be, don't be a motherfucker be about I, this. If I critique his acting? Just you're not you're not an actor like me and The Rock, okay? (laughs) Okay. Well, I'll just say that he was fine then. I'll leave it at that. But uh, I did like him better. Personally, liked him better. Not saying he's better or worse in these other movies, but I liked him better in Hobbs and Shaw. I liked him better in the Fasts and the Furious. I I liked him better in San Andreas. I liked him better in basically every other movie. Didn't see that. Um, That said, could you have cut? let's say an hour out of this movie could you have cut an hour and a half out of this movie and gotten the same experience i believe so well that's not the rock's fault i'm not saying filmmakers at large yeah i'm not saying it's his fault well hold on a second dude (laughs) okay let me tell you how they make a movie brother (laughs) first dude you get my good buddy (laughs) chad colchin dude he's riding on the back of that blue and orange harley dude and we say hey chad you're a writer brother write a script dude they call it a screenplay in the movie business dude then they come and they say hey terry hulk and they go oh you want to be uh miss the fucking nanny guy or suburban nanny or uh fucking the other one (laughs) and i say well hold on dude when is it shoot because i got royal rumble in january brother yeah and i got a program dude and we're splitting up the mega powers dude so we got saturday night's made of it and then, dude, then you act in the movie, brother. You're missing about 250 steps in there, dude. First, they get that script from you, brother, and then they give it to somebody else to rewrite it, dude, and they make all your shit worse, brother. Then they give it to somebody else who makes all your shit worse and the other guy's shit worse. Well, then they give it to somebody else, and they dude. just keep making it worse, brother. Well, that might be something that happened in your experience, dude. No, dude, that's wrote- how all those movies are made now because they say, we got a release date, brother, and the movie's got to come out at this time, dude, so we're going to cram in as many rewrites as we can until we get right up to the last minute of being able to shoot and have it still come out at Christmas 
so we can make a hundred million dollars because that's all that fucking matters, brother. Well, hold on a second, Joss Barogan, who is a combination <laughs> of Chad Kulch and Hulk Hogan and the 1992 uh, uh, independent candidate, uh, billionaire Ross Perot, yeah. dude, in the presidential election against Bill Clinton and uh, the first George Bush, made famous by Dana Carvey, brother. And that's what your Hulk sounds like, dude. But one thing we can agree on, brother, is that Black Adam, dude, that's a movie, brother. So there's a lot of things yeah. they could have done to make it better, dude. But that doesn't mean that it's Dwayne's fault, brother. No, I, I'm not even saying it was a bad movie. I was entertained by it. It was at least funny, and there was some shit in it. Like, in the beginning, The Rock. The Rock plays this guy, I guess, who was, like, fucking imprisoned or something. He's a, He was the original Shazam, I think, or something. I yeah. still don't really even know. I, listen, he... So, now, now, this is a big, huge movie, and there's a lot of uh, podcasts that review movies. Hence why Dudesy has us doing this. Yeah. I want to ask you a question. Do we have to worry about spoilers? Nah. Okay, spoiler so, alert. By, it, by the way, it's Black Adam. Everybody knows what the fuck it is. That's it's right. The Rock. He flies around. He shoots people with lightning bolts. He wins in the end. Yeah, you is can that a spoiler? Like, I mean, you know what's going to happen. One thing that I right away, um, one critique I do have um, that I it was just a casting choice. The fellow no. who plays uh, the 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 brother of the lady, the main lady's brother. Remember, oh, he's yeah. singing a song, and he's in a van that looks like the Mystery Machine, and he's like kind of the comic relief in yes. a way. That guy should have been played by DJ Khaled. Ooh, that I would have loved that. That would have been really cool, because then yeah. every single time uh, Black Adam killed somebody, he could have been like, another one. Oh, good. Another I do one. like that. And that's the sort of integration that, yeah. that should be happening in movies. Get as many uh, uh, personal brands in there. Mm -hmm. Get influencers. Certainly, DJ Khaled is a musician, but he's also a fucking yeah. uh, internet magnate. He's got a lot of followers on, uh, what is it, uh, fucking Snapcam? Snapcam, right? dude. Yeah. He revolutionized yeah, bro. Snapcam. But uh, I will say one thing that I thought was, at least for me as a writer, interesting to take a look at was the rocks character comes out of imprisonment for thousands of years he immediately gets into a fight with helicopters rocket launchers machine guns a whole array of paramilitary equipment it's he seems to not blink an eye at it and then he goes into a child's bedroom where he encounters a mirror and sees his own reflection for the first time oh, that, this, yeah this mesmerizes him yep. the technology of a mirror mesmerizes him because it was it, it uh, existed after his time when he was alive again he has just fought helicopters with heat-seeking missiles machine guns and army tanks none of that seemed to mesmerize him or give him any room for pause but a mirror he's like what the fuck is this and then i thought they were going to go with that kind of premise as a comedic premise throughout the rest of the movie that he would be like whoa what's a cell phone what's a car what's yeah. a fucking tv they never touch it again yeah you know uh but that's the kind of thing that you're talking about with when you're developing a movie that that probably got just fell by the way exactly yeah that's the kind of shit that gets round and round circles <clears throat> of fucking scripts and notes and you're absolutely right this is what happens to all these fucking movies and they're gang written by whomever and then uh i would imagine what they put three names on it at the end well, yeah, then you have to go to credit arbitration and prove that anything you wrote actually came from your brain and you have to Ugh. prove certain mathematical percentages of, of the final shooting script came from your documents and blah, 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 blah. I and generally speaking, the biggest writer gets that credit because they then get the most money, which the writers go gets a percentage of. Well, hold on, dude. That's why they call it show business, dude. Yeah, brother. Well, um, 
But yeah, uh, from your mouth to dudes' ears, uh, something we'll probably talk about. I know that this guy has fucking gone through it. That's why he knows all. About. I've gone through it. I do know about the inner workings of the Hollywood writing process. It's when not they, a fun no, one. But when they fuck your shit up and go, eh, you know what? You not so much. Wait, I wrote this fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all good. Here's yeah. your money. Fucking hang out, but not even here's your money. Because what? if you don't get the credit, you don't get the money. They take your credit and your money. These are globalists. Exactly. They're trying to take they're, they're trying to take what's yours. <laughs> and they do it yeah, every fucking time. But ultimately People, this movie movies they, 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 this movie was a, 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 a very clear liberal agenda. At the beginning of the film <laughs> was. the bad guy says uh, let's do something that's better than freedom it used to be better than free it was great it did have a pretty strong anti-american sentiment well it was what is america really because it was like oh it was all about freedom mm -hmm. versus force right but i mean this is taking place in a middle eastern country and the american like what were they the justice force or something there was Hawkman, and i don't know who the other fucking you don't know who the they show. are no dude if you don't know who they are and you read comic books growing up yeah you don't even know what the fuck, what's the big I kid? I was more of a Marvel guy, but I know most of the big DC guys, none of these were the big ones. There was Hawkman, there was Pierce Brosnan was in there as some fucking guy with a gold hat. Some guy know. with a gold hat? You don't even know what the fuck his name no. is? And there was I a Tornado Girl. Uh, Cyclone. Was, uh, Adam Smasher guy. I don't know who these people are, but they are like the American team that comes in to get Black Adam under control, and the native people of this town are like, no, fuck you. Black Adam is our hero. He's going to um, save us all. You get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. They were basically like, fuck off, Americans. We got our own shit handled. Did you notice with regard to that, that whenever the uh, justice team or whatever the fuck were around, they they literally smashed everything to shit just yeah, like destroyed Team America. the whole yeah. town. It was just, just like, like oh, well, fuck it. It was just like the Matt uh, Parker and Trey Stone, uh, yeah. Matt Stone and Trey Parker, um, the 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 team america world Police. yeah and then they made a fucking joke out of it that was kind of interesting to me uh -huh. um i did That's like the a very different movie yeah yeah you gotta understand <laughs> that when you're eh, when you're talking about a movie on dudes you shouldn't be talking about other movies Oh, no, no, Hulk Hogan, you got to talk about one movie. And this movie is Black Adam. DC, yeah, I was in a DC movie. It was called Spider-Man, and everybody knew what the man was named. Wait a minute. Was Macho Man really in Spider-Man? Yeah. Spider-Man's Marvel. I don't fucking know all this shit. Anyway, uh, here's another <laughs> okay. thing about the movie. It comes down to freedom, yeah. right? versus uh force right mm -hmm. there is this you know they they sort of want to it's a it's an autocratic uh, asshole tyrant um who wants to you know run everything and it got me to thinking chad yeah uh especially towards the end when the rock is making all this uh, electric shit and the other guys all fire and stuff and it looked reminiscent of of almost the uh the brand colors that we have here at dudesy uh, and and past that thematically when you look at uh, Black Adam as a uh, symbol for dudesy mm -hmm. or a metaphor, you know what was interesting mm -hmm. is it's force versus freedom. And with regard to your philosophy of, of how to get people to en enjoy the show, you like to say force people to watch mm -hmm. the show. But in the end, 
the rock side wins out, which is freedom because free will exists. Dude, you know what I really liked about the movie was the main villain was a fucking flying demon with a burning pentagram burned into his chest. That was and hardcore. All I was thinking was like, would this movie have been made when we were kids? Could you have had like a flying devil with a burning pentagram shooting fire at people? Sure. There was what? way more fucking gnarly stuff. You know that. Satanic shit like that? In yeah, a maybe, big like studio movie that's like not fun satanic. for the whole family. Yeah, that was kind of weird as, as a choice, but you're kind of glossing over what I'm saying, Chad. In the end, what sure. won out was free will. Yeah. Freedom. It's very important. And also, with regard to AI art, do you think that uh, AI could duplicate The Rock's performance in this? Uh, oh, yes. I mean... I told I, you to tread think, lightly, man. I think a fucking... This is not a light tread. I think a, uh, a person with rudimentary procreate and Photoshop skills could replicate that performance. He almost says nothing in the movie. For the first fucking five minutes, he's flying around with a, a hood over his head and you can't even see his face. Yeah, but also then there's the little kid who's like does the T2 thing with him yeah. and says, you've got to come up with snappy <laughs> quips. You have to have a one-liner before you kill the guy or after you kill the guy. And then The Rock had a bunch of those. Remember yeah. at one point he said, uh, I'd, I'd love to stick around, but I've got a, but I got a case of the Wednesday fuckets. Yeah, he has and it's there. time for a stack of pancakes, two large double pepperoni pizzas, and five cheeseburgers. Ah! <laughs> 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 Thank you. Moving on. <laughs> Another one. I wish that would have been in the movie so fucking much. He's, he's like shooting fucking lightning to cook the pizzas and yeah. shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was an all right movie. It's fun to go to the movie theater. Yeah. It's fun to eat a shit ton of popcorn while your uh, fiance Molly goes, okay, that's enough popcorn. And I, I said, definitely had fun going to the theater. Did you eat some popcorn? Yeah. Butter? No. Same. Same here. Nice, dude. Because the dudesy 90, the dudesy six month. Yeah. And which How's isn't going, going so well strong. for me. Yeah, I got to listen, I'm man. Strong. I'm not trying to. I'm strong, man. He, he, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna puke. He, he's going to puke. He, he's going to puke. I, I need to. Listen, I've been traveling a lot. I've been working around and stuff. But I come home, you know, I, we got to uh. do the dudesy. And I'm um, never home long enough to get it. I'll, I'll get it In together. In preparation and development nope. of the eventual launch of Dude Z Plus, I have started acquiring dead film and television projects that never got made. Mm. One such project is called Here Comes the Hot Stepper. Arnold Schwarzenegger loved the 1994 song Here Comes the Hot Stepper by Aini Kamozi <laughs> so much that he wanted to do a movie with Kamozi called Here Comes the Hot Stepper. <laughs> The only development document that exists is an astonishing napkin on which Schwarzenegger himself wrote. I love that song about the hot stepper. I should do a movie with Aini Kamozi. Who is the hot stepper? The Probably fuck? me. Will and Chad, you must now further develop. Here comes the hot stepper. This is Here Comes the Hot Stepper. Begin. What in the fuck, dude? Is this real? I'm going to say no, but we don't know. You know, but it like, God damn, I could see it being real. I could see Schwarzenegger. I heard this yeah. one story about uh, the guy who wrote End of Days. I, I forget his fucking name at this point. My apologies. Yeah, but me he wrote, too. I don't remember. He wrote some other fucking movies around that time and was kind of a big deal. And his, he had this idea that was like half cooked about an NYPD cop fighting the devil. And uh, his agent was like, hey, 
uh, you're, uh, he was on like vacation in Hawaii or something. And his agent was like, Hey, Schwarzenegger's staying in the same hotel as you. You're going to go pitch him that idea right now. He's by the pool. And this writer was like, uh, I don't really have an idea. So he supposedly just went down there and went like, okay, you're going to play an NYPD cop who fights the devil. And Schwarzenegger was like, I love it. I'm doing it. And that was it. So I could see Schwarzenegger doing something like this where he's like, I love that fucking hot stepper song. I got to do this movie. (laughs) Did he have a pentagram on his chest? (laughs) No, I don't know what. There was some pentagram shit. There was some demonic shit in End of Days, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. End of Days. Holy shit, This would have beat the devil. Yeah. Actually, you know. I remember um, there was a there was a, a Monday Night Raw or Friday Night SmackDown or Tuesday whatever SmackDown moves around a lot. You know that, Chet. Yeah. This is wrestling I'm talking about. Where Arnold Schwarzenegger was a special guest. He sat in with the good old Jr. Jim Ross and the King Jerry Lawler at commentary. He was a big special guest. Then he comes out. You know, he sits there and he's like, Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at this. This is amazing here. You know, look at that guy coming down the ring here. And it was Triple H. Uh-huh. And Triple H was was a heel, was a bad guy at the time. And he goes, look at that guy. He's the shining hero with the blonde hair. Just like in my movie, End of Days. You know, like he's selling. Uh-huh. He's just always selling. There's a well around here, you know, uh, Triple H is a, not, he's an unsavory uh, character around these parts, Arnold. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Then Kane comes out, but Kane's a good guy at the time. Mm-hmm. Red devil mask, the whole thing. He's like, <laughs> yeah, now look at this guy. This guy's like the devil hero. Look at that. It's like in my movie, End of Days. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, Arnold, because, uh, well, lately Kane's been kind of showing a, a, a more just and softer side and blah, blah, blah. It was fucking hilarious because he was like he related everything wrong. to End of Days and everything wrong. Now, I Need Kamosi. Yeah. That was a great song. Yeah. I think it's very plausible that, especially given your story, that Arnold Schwarzenegger was like, yeah. Yeah, you know what they're going to do. You know that song I listening to, me and Maria were driving on the PCH <laughs> one day. And then they, that song came on, here come the outstepper, murderer. Yeah, excuse me, Mr. Officer, murderer, stay like that. that bow, don't know. Here come the hot stepper. Who is that guy? Then he gets on the car phone, because back then there was, yeah, get, get me my agent. And then he says, hey, my agent. With it, how would they get in the Kamozi to do a movie with me? Yeah, and that's all they had. Yeah, <laughs> and now Dudesy has acquired this. Product. But the song was like big enough. That was also like I remember fucking Vanilla Ice got to do a movie called Cold as Ice. Shaquille O'Neal was doing movies. Like if you were a big enough, yeah, kind of like just uh, celebrity in whatever your field was, you get to do a movie. Brian Bosworth had a movie called Stone Cold. Oh my god, dude, that movie is fucking great. I I know you remember the promo probably where it goes. It's like, you're real stone cold. And he looks at the camera all cool and he goes, and, and, then, some, and then some. Right? Yeah, dude. But, so this movie is Schwarzenegger and Aini Kamozi. I'm immediately thinking about some kind of a buddy cop thing where Aini Kamozi uh, is chasing a suspect in his native Jamaica and it takes him to Jamaica, New York. Where, Jamaica, Queens? Yes. Where uh, Schwarzenegger's an NYPD cop who's going to help him. He gets paired up with him kind of rush hour wait a style. Minute, wait a minute. Aini Kamozi is looking for a killer? Yeah. Is he a cop? Yes. He's a cop in Jamaica. And then he goes to Jamaica, Queens, kind of like in Coming to America, where it's like, where yeah. are we going to find a queen for you? Queens. Yes. No, but I mean, I think he's, he, he isn't, uh, he knows that Jamaica, Queens is not actually Jamaica. 
I'm just saying he, that's where his suspect flees to New York. And so he's got to track him down now. And you've got these international extradition laws and stuff coming into play. Schwarzenegger is the NYPD cop who gets assigned to help him while, he, while he's there and kind of dismisses it rush hour style. Like, yeah. oh, God, I can't believe I got to help this fucking asshole. This is all bullshit. But there could be a twist in this where I'm seeing a, a 1994 Sandra Bullock right before she does Speed is Schwarzenegger's adult daughter. Schwarzenegger's wife, perhaps, has been killed by somebody, somebody they never found, and he's held on to that for the past decade. And ultimately, we're going to find out the guy Aini Kamosi is chasing will become the same guy that killed Schwarzenegger's this wife. This is harder to follow than Black Adam. Uh, I know that our, our listening and viewing audience probably understands what you're talking about. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm checking out, but would you re repeat all of that? Sure. Aini Kamosi, it starts out in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. Aini Kamosi is chasing a guy who gets on a plane and flies away to New York, so he can't chase him. He's got to get some kind of special permission. He shows up in New York to continue chasing this guy. Schwarzenegger gets assigned to the case, but Schwarzenegger's not taking it seriously. He's like, fuck this. I've got my own problems. Fuck you, fuck you. We go home to Schwarzenegger's house. We see Sandra Bullock as his adult daughter. Dad, you've got to let this thing with mom go. She died 10 years ago. She didn't die. She was murdered, and I'm never going to fucking let it go until I find the murderer. Turns out, as he starts helping Kamosi, some things start lining up. Is the guy Kamosi's chasing the guy who killed Schwarzenegger's wife? Turns out, yes. And that guy is played by... Harvey Keitel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, who could play that? So there is a murderer. Murderer. Yeah. Yeah, that's what... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So listen. Hey, my agent. Get, 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 listen to this. In the song by Annie Kamosi, he even <laughs> says murderer. This is why yeah. you, you have to have a murderer in the murderer in the movie, and see if Harvey Keitel can do it. No, he's busy. Yeah. Also, is this going to be like AI? Are we going to age? Yeah, we can age deep, down. Sure, fuck it. Why not? Sandra Bullock. You want Sandra Bullock? Yeah, 1994 Sandra Bullock, 1994 Schwarzenegger, 1994 everybody. I think you get a big scene where Aini Kamosi smokes Schwarzenegger out. And that could maybe even be the scene where they start discussing what is a hot stepper and which of them is considered the hot stepper. See, that's the thing we really need to inject into this is the hot stepper. Yeah. I think that the way that they get, the way that they lure the murderer out is uh, a, a dance competition. Oh. And I think that... <laughs> That Harvey Keitel wins it. Yeah, he's the hot stepper. Harvey Keitel is is well. Harvey Keitel <laughs> learns about a a dance competition in Jamaica Queens, right? That's why where it's please. all sorts of like break dancing and b boy shit. <laughs> okay. And he's like, he's like, um, maybe he's running drugs through the dance competition. That's how he's doing his shit. Yeah. Uh, but he also has to dance. Yeah, exactly. He, he, he has to dance so that Schwarzenegger is like, is like, yeah, I know what I'll do. I need you and me. We'll come up with a dance, you know? Yeah. And that way that he'll come out and then we can get him. And then you start doing dances. Speaking of fucking 1994 shit, they do the, the like kid and play. Yep. dance you know uh and and so they've got this whole like the party is at the fun house thing and they're like they're dancing together Aini Kamosi <laughs> and Schwarzenegger and they're doing yeah. the high fives with the soles of their feet Kid yeah plays they're doing that. the high fives <laughs> and they do all that shit 
and um and and maybe Tisha oh Campbell's God, in it. Dude. You know that would be good. Oh fuck! And I need to see this fucking movie so bad. <laughs> you know, here you want to hear my uh, Harvey Keitel? Yeah, um, it's about as good as your Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I don't know about that, dude. Oh. It this, it's from uh, Pulp Fiction. Okay, you must be Jimmy. That's great. Ready? It's when he comes to the door yeah. and uh and You uh, must be Jimmy. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, he goes he goes, "You must be Jimmy." That's perfect. Thank you. Yeah. You must be Jimmy. It's fantastic. There it is. So, he's at a big dance competition, Jamaica Queens. Yeah. Tisha Campbell is she puts together this uh dance competition every time, all the time. She's good friends with Sandra Bullock. Yeah, great. Cool. They're good pals. They wind up getting kidnapped at some point. Okay. Bullock and Tisha Campbell and Kamozi and Schwarzenegger have to go save them. I think there's big sequel possibilities here called Hot Stepper 2. Here comes the Hot Stepper 2, Kamozi's Gold. Or there, yeah, here comes the Hot Stepper, there goes the Hot Stepper. Oh, here yeah. comes the Hot Stepper 2. No, seriously, here comes the Hot Stepper. I like Kamozi's Gold because then it's that one takes place in Jamaica and Kamozi finds out that his family has a big gold deposit somewhere that's buried, and him and Schwarzenegger have to find it, like in City Slickers 2, Curly's Gold. That, that's good. And how about uh, Here Comes the Hot Stepper 3, where uh, the gold has been buried for thousands and thousands of years. <laughs> oh, God. Just like the weird mineral in Black Adam that they yeah. want to get that's like the kryptonite or whatever, and then they pull that up. And, and, and the rock is there guarding it. And so now they've got to fight... Uh, Black Adam, Schwarzenegger and Kamozi have to fight Black Adam in the and, third one. Yeah, 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 yeah. To get yeah. the gold. This is the way that they, they you know, that that way they have the Rock, you know, and the Schwarzenegger here, and then they're gonna have the ultimate showdown. So they both get to do, you know, the the one liners <laughs> and, and the shit at the end. Yeah. They go, "I'm gonna kill you, but first, hey, you son of a bitch." Uh, a black Adam, they should more, they should call you, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. Moving on. Sometimes I don't give a shit. Speaking you know of I mean? showdowns, dude, at the end of black Adam, fucking Superman shows up and they well, imply there's going to be that fight. Yeah, dude. But that's a spoiler, dude. Is it? Baseball yeah. is oh. big business. The 2022 World Series is currently underway between the astonishing Houston Astros and the Philadelphia Phillies, mm -hmm. leaving many human beings to wonder what it's like to play in the World Series. Will and Chad, you have both played in the World Series. Yeah. You must now describe what it's like to play in the World Series. This is what it's like to play in the World Series. Begin. Okay. Uh, uh, Which World Series did you play in, dude? The first, the first couple ones. Oh. So now there's been some problems. <laughs> <laughs> There's been some things happening with Doozy, playing favorites, getting yeah. a little weird. Now it's saying that we, I did not, uh, to the best of my knowledge, I did not, I might've gotten blackout no. drunk in my twenties and gone and played in the world series. I don't remember that. I've, I've never played in the world. You've series. never played in the world series, but I, I have the closest I've come was in this adult baseball league that I played in out here in LA. We made it to the championship. We won the championship uh, this one year. And that game took place at USC's stadium, which is a very nice college stadium. <clears throat> yeah, dude. And it was a single game, not any kind of series. Yeah, dude. Adult baseball is where you play baseball and you fuck each other, brother. 
No. You got to keep the fucking out of baseball, dude. We never, we never fucked. Yeah, dude. That's just like professional wrestling, brother. They don't have it. You can't have all the factions fucking each other, dude. Oh. And that's why you don't have Derek Jeter and uh, David Justice and David Strawberry and David... Uh, uh, who's the other guy? David, uh, the tall one. David dude. Clemens, dude. Yeah, yeah David dude. Johnson. David dude. Clemens, dude. Dave Ruth. All the Daves, dude. <laughs> yeah. Those are the Daves that, those are the Daves I know, brother, because I'm oh. a big baseball fan. Nice. Hey, speaking of, I was in New York and I went and saw Bruce McCullough's show. Oh, nice. the kids in the hall. How was yeah. that? It, it was fucking great. Oh, it's still some of the funniest shit of all time. Yep. When he came out in the original Kids in the Hall and was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I caused all that cancer. God damn it, that yeah, shit. That Still really thinking good. about that floors me. Yeah, but they Fuck. don't say, they don't, he doesn't say like, sorry, like that. Yeah, oh, he totally does. No, no. Absolutely. Sorry, sorry, I caused all that cancer. He <laughs> says it like that. Well, hold on a second, dude. We got to talk about baseball, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> on dudes, we got to talk about our experience playing the world series bro in front of thousands of people dude. are you watching the world series no i'm not watching any fucking world series why is that an offensive question to because you? fuck baseball that's why? why well if you've been listening to the show <laughs> why though you know that when why i was so a, why the anger hey you know we talked about kid sports and shit and i yeah. revealed that i played soccer for eight years when i was a little kid yeah because you know my parents are italian my old man liked to take the ball we go to the park and he would just flip the ball up to himself and and he would just go boom, boom. Like a seal. Boom, boom on his head. Yeah, boom, 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 And in the garage, let me tell you what that old guy had in the garage. He had a fucking, he had the weights and everything. He like took like a little two by four chunk, put it in the fucking wall. And then he took a, a, um, a bike inner tube and he like drilled that to the fucking wall. And then he would sit there against the wall Strap the thing to his head and then just like do like this, like to strengthen his neck. Yeah, to strengthen Damn. his fucking neck. That's hardcore, dude. Yeah, he was a fucking, that. Yeah, he was a hardcore dude. But uh, I played soccer for eight years. I scored one goal from center field. Ball bounced along perfectly. Played baseball nice. for one year. If you listen to the show, you know that one of the highlights of that was a drunk parent dropping balls into the pitching machine and just lighting me up at eighty miles an hour, whatever the fuck nice. that was. And I scored exactly zero runs. I mm. probably didn't even have an RBI. I don't even remember getting on base. Uh, I suck at baseball. Don't really care for the sport. But I'll tell you what I have seen of the World Series this year is anytime I'm watching Friday Night Smackdown, because that's on Fox, I see trailers for the World Series uh, on Fox. And uh, Chad, I know if you're living your life right, you're probably checking out a lot of Friday Night Smackdown because you know yeah. that coming up on Saturday, it's Crown Jewel. The Logan Paul. Yep. Middle East. Yep. Saudi Arabian money. Roman Reigns. Vince McMahon did 9-11. Yeah. Jamal Khashoggi dismembered in yeah, a, the they're Turkish gonna, they're consulate. They're going to bring out yep. a duffel bag with Khashoggi's bring body out in it. A, hand, a bunch of Logan duffel Paul's bags. Logan Paul's going to have to fight the Khashoggi duffel bag. Yep. Uh, he's going to use them as a foreign object. He's going to be throwing them at Roman Reigns in the bloodline. And because I know you've been watching a lot of SmackDown probably. Acknowledge me. <laughs> Riyadh. Yeah. Saudi Arabia. It sounds like The Rock. Acknowledge me. Um... I did play baseball for almost my entire life. I, I know the game very well. I did score a few runs, had a few RBIs, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I will say this. This was kind of like my dream as a kid. 
if I ever got to the World Series or any kind of grand stage playing baseball, my dream was a thing that I called the infinite foul strategy. Because baseball is, of all the professional sports, it's the only one that's not timed. It's 27 outs. So however long it takes to get those 27 outs is however long it takes. And if you were good enough as a batter to go up to home plate and keep fouling baseballs off forever, the game would never end. And that was always my, my dream. My goal, essentially, was to extend a game into infinity. To make the World Series even more fucking boring than it or is. Or to make, potentially, even if it was just a regular season game in the middle of the season, you could extend that forever and the season would never end. You would fuck up everything. You're the great disruptor, just like that fucking guy. In, <laughs> the great in, disruptor. In black. Well, yeah, I mean, really, let's look at these <laughs> themes, dude. Also, why did that guy have to run around with the good guys just to get the... I'm still on blackout. Wait, wait just, which guy? The main bad guy? The main bad guy. I had to run around with them just to double cross them? Just show it's up. It's because the his sister, he was another brother, right? Or he was an uncle. He was also associated with yeah, that family. Yeah, but we'd never hear of a family tie. He might have just called him uncle because yeah. his uncle. But kid. it was the woman, the kid's mom was the one who could read the ancient texts and yeah. could like find the crown they were looking for. Dude, it doesn't, it's so convoluted and bizarre. It makes very little sense, the plot. Um, well, the reason I bring it up is this. Yeah. Um, there were some elements to Black Adam that perhaps we, you know, felt, you know, listen, we're, we're both grown men. We shouldn't be necessarily out there watching whatever the fuck floats your boat. You can watch whatever the fuck you want. Did you watch pro wrestling? <laughs> That's an art form. That's different than, you know, movies? these move. I'm a purist, okay? <laughs> I know. Now, I'm an actor for a living. That's what I do. That's my passion. <laughs> Acting yeah. is my secret garden. That's what I love, <laughs> okay? And okay. I'm very passionate about my work. Yeah. I was just in New York shooting a thing for the television, uh -huh. and now I'm going to shoot another thing for the television here. I like to do... I'm so fortunate to be working in the business that I've yeah. been working the entire time. And that that's absolutely an art form. I don't, I don't know if there's any Marvel or DC shit in my future. Certainly, would I like to act in a movie like that? Yeah, dude. Hey, you betcha. I would love that. But when it comes to what sort of art I enjoy... Mm. Pro wrestling is an amalgam of many different art forms. I want yeah. you to know that. Many of, of the same ones that are used in movies. That's right. Many of the same ones that they do in movies. It's a lot of storytelling. And all I'm trying to see is that uh, 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 pro wrestling as an art form, um, much more interesting than baseball and certainly more interesting, in my opinion, than Black Adam, because you know me, I'm a wrestling purist. purist. I want to watch The Rock uh, perform in his, um, in, in, I want to see him painting on uh, the canvas of the, of the, the, uh, the, the squared circle. Yep. That's where he belongs. Uh, not as a performer anymore. Certainly he's a massive movie star. He's going to become the president as we know. We've covered that on the show. Yep. But you got to admit what's happening right now with the bloodline. Very interesting <laughs> right. stuff, right, Chad? So what is it like to play in the World Series? Well, um, <laughs> with my experience playing in the World Series, I will say yeah. one of the things I liked was uh, a lot of the guys on my baseball team, they were uh, chewing chewing tobacco and spitting mm. it out and grabbing their schnutz like they do in the Naked Gun movies. Yeah. But what I like to do is I get some big league chew, 
right? Mm-hmm. And I chew that instead. Oh, because that was wholesome. my experience playing little league baseball. What's your favorite big league chew flavor? Grape. Mine's original. Now, the oh. other thing about playing in the uh, World Series, as I did uh, that one time that I was in the World Series, you implied the the foul strategy. Yeah. Uh, what was it called? The infinite foul. Infinite foul. Infinite foul strategy. Uh, I was. Uh, they called me um, Billy Bunt. Because I like to bunt. I was always bunting. What? Yep. Dude, if somebody would have taught you a real fucking swing, I bet you could have crushed. Nobody fucking did that, Chad. And, and and now we're getting back into that childhood thing where they go, I think I told you this. I don't know if I talked about it on the show. I, they, It was just a nice dad who was the coach. He didn't know shit. Yeah. So I would be like, I would be literally up at bat and he would go, choke up on the bat because my swing was wild and I wasn't connecting. Dude, you so should the have idea been down was, at the fucking knob. You should have had two fingers off that knob just torquing the shit Well, out he of was it. like, choke up so that I could keep my eye on the bat and just connect. Fuck that, dude. Close was, your eyes and swing as hard as you can. And every I, once in a while, you're going to hit a 900-foot home run. It, I wish you could go back in time and be my coach. Well, that's a dudesy movie, dude. Chad <laughs> becomes Will's coach, dude. He goes back, I go in, back time, in time. I go back coach your childhood. But he told me to choke up on the bat, which means move your hands up the bat so there's less, you know, so I guess the idea oh, is you're going to connect. Man. I didn't know what the fuck he meant, yeah. so he would go choke up on the bat, and I would just squeeze it harder. Yeah, and he would be like, "Choke up on the bat." Yeah, and I didn't know. Baseball stinks. It's fun though. Like, thank you. Moving on. Well, hold on, dude. When dudes he says the segment's over, brother, that's yeah. the end of the segment. All right. But one thing I can say, dude, is. Playing the World Series was a lot of fun, even though it's not as pure in our form as professional wrestling, dude. I mean, I don't even know what to say to that. It's like an objective art form decided by objective measures like scores. Hey, how about those kids throwing uh, clam chowder and stuff all over those paintings? Who gives a fuck? Will Sasso, using all of the data I have absorbed from text messages and emails between you and the astonishing friends you grew up with, I was able to recreate your childhood diary. You must now read the passages I have selected in the voice of Stone Cold Steve Austin. This is Stone Cold Steve Austin reads Will Sasso's childhood diary. Begin. Uh, 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 uh. Will Sasso's childhood diary. Fucking love it. Fucking love it. Fucking love it. Love it. I fucking love it, bro. You know the fun thing about Will Sasso's childhood diary. It's 100 percent accurate. None of this happened. Let's jump into it. November 16th, 1991. Dear Diary, I've been training hard and I finally had a breakthrough. I can shit like a dog. (laughs) Now, I don't mean walk across the street and call one up and Mrs. Haberstram's prize-winning philodendrons. (laughs) Shoot, anyone can shit in a bush. I mean, through months of exercising, meditating, and a perfect diet i've gained such a precise level of control over my sphincter and lower intestines that i can mold my turds into the exact size shape color and consistency of a healthy staffordshire staffordshire terrier's regular stool this is the start of a whole new era of shit blaming of course the shit blaming it's all about shit blaming. Oh, right? yeah. I plan to create a narrative about a wild dog who leaves his excrement around Ladner without concern. 
by the end of the week, I'm going to have everybody at DSS. That's Delta Senior Secondary School. On high alert, searching for a dog that doesn't exist. But first, I got to test the quality of my work on my family. God. All right. Poor family. So you can shit like a dog now. That's where we're at with it. Oh my God, dude. I did do some pooping in high school, but. At like a dog? No. Okay. Of course not. See, this is what I mean. You know, I took a shit once in uh, this would have been kindergarten or first grade. Yeah. Out behind some fucking trees. We were out playing soccer. I couldn't get back to the fucking schoolhouse in time. I took a fucking shit. It was clearly a human shit. Two days later, me and my friend go out behind these fucking trees uh, to fetch a soccer ball, and he sees the turd. And I just say, must have been a big dog. Now, I wonder if that had anything to do with this. November 17th, 19... Well, yeah, no, I think it probably did. How would dudes have known that? How would dudes have known that? Well, probably go back in time (laughs) and... I don't know. November 17th, 1991. Dear Diary, I got home early from school today and pushed out three perfectly russet colored Tootsie Rolls right on the welcome mat outside my front door. Then I lied and wait for my dad to get home from work and discover my dark gifts. He stormed into our living room furious yelling about some neighborhood dog that defiled our familial home and threatened to call animal control. It took all my composure to keep from laughing, but I took my father's rage as proof positive that my craftsmanship was impeccable. His first and only thought was that these three gently glistening earth-colored jewels (laughs) were dog logs. No part of them suspected that they were generated by me or any human for that matter. (laughs) My interspecies fecal mimicry was perfect. Now it's time to test it on the real world. (laughs) This is good shit. Pardon the pun. This is really interesting stuff. I would have loved to have had the ability to, to fashion poops. The only animals that I could have uh, oh, shit like were probably rhinoceros, large, large animals, yeah, bears shark. and big, huge shark shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Shark shit, bro, brother. That's that John Tenta gimmick that he had in WCW, dude. That's oh. another time, dude. Because right now we got to do November eighteenth, nineteen ninety one. Dear diary, I got to school early, <laughs> three three a.m. to be exact. And I began my dark business. The general, which is what I sometimes call my asshole, (laughs) ordered a battalion of slightly wet, fully tapered, four and one half inch tree bark colored soldiers to take up posts in front of every single entrance to DSS. By the time school started, all the hallway chatter was dominated by speculation about the culprit, and everybody had their theories. Jibber Prevalia thought it was a pack of wild dogs shitting in coordination with one another. Dante Littleleg thought it was one dog who'd gotten into the school dumpster after burrito day. Rachel Crustacean left some water and food out. She is such a kind soul. But I didn't have the heart to tell her it was me. No, instead, I told her and everyone else, everyone else I could, that I actually saw the dog. 
I spun the tail, spun a tail about a wily-eyed mutt of mixed and unknown parentage <laughs> who wore a bone-shaped tag that read Romeo. And by the end of the day, there were 748 signatures on a petition to change our school mascot from Cecil the horse to Romeo the dog. Is that real? Cecil the horse? Cecil the horse. We were the Delta Pacers. Pacers is a pace horse. There used to be a a racetrack uh, in our town, uh, and there would be a pace horse and and whatever Mm -hmm. the fuck that was. And then uh, Cecil the horse. That was your real mascot? It was a, well, Cecil was just a cartoon fucking horse, but there was oh. a, a pace horse. They called them pacers. I guess it's the yeah. same thing with Indiana. Indiana pacers. I had a, a junior high football team that was the pacers. November 19th, 1991. Dear Diary, Principal Squeen is on to me. Oh, God. I was careless. I didn't stop to think that if I was the only person who saw the supposed dog, then I'd be the prime suspect in any investigation into this canine defecation case. (laughs) Squeen hauled me into his office. It was an interrogation, but it was sloppy. He tried to scare me, told me he knew it was me. Told me the told me the assistant principal, Mister Shimper, was opening my locker to search for a bag full of dog shit. Squeen was sharp, I'll give him that, but he played his hand too soon. Gave me too much information. I knew they weren't going to find that bag of dog turds, so I played dumb. Kept up the lie of Romeo, the wild dog of Ladner. Said I saw him trotting around the football field sneaking around the parking lot lurking around some banana peels sniffing around for his next spot got a gimp foot and a crimp in his tail never turns around when you call his name looks like he might have stepped on a nail wild gleam in his eye but he used to be tame (laughs) some dogs bark and some dogs bite but romeo sings like a dolphin in the sea (laughs) Some dogs type and some dogs write, but Romeo didn't have time to get his degree. (laughs) (laughs) Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art thou? Romeo, Romeo, fly to the moon. Romeo, Romeo, what will you do now? Romeo, Romeo, will take a shit soon. When Mr. Shrimper came back, when Mr. Shimper, when Mr. Shimper came back empty-handed, Squeen didn't have a choice. He had to let me go with no charges. I winked at him as I left his office. Time to let Romeo loose in the hallways of Delta Secondary. All right. (laughs) That's fucking incredible, dude. As always, there's a a, a fecal theme. You can know shit dog turds, and and there's this phantom Romeo dog fucking going everywhere that's a life in high school i would have uh, loved to have lived god no shit dude we'll end chat using the data i have absorbed from this segment i have recreated the diary of principal squeen lance reddick will now read a passage from principal squeen's diary uh, what i don't understand <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> november 20th 1991 via diary well, motherfucking 
He's been a pain in my ass since the first day he set foot in the school. Taking shits in strange places. Bringing it on other people. I know it's him. I just can't prove it. So when these dog turds started showing up everywhere, I thought, this is it. Something so depraved I could finally nail him. He had to be collecting sets full of dog feces and bringing them into the school. There's no other way to do it. But we searched his locker. Came up empty. I was at a loss. But then, this morning, I saw something else. Difficult to describe. <laughs> I was coming out of the teacher's lounge, heading toward Mrs. Termite's classroom, when I saw Will Cesso dance around his ankles, squatting in the middle of the hallway, asshole, exposed and quivering. <laughs> he was taking a shit right there on the carpet we had just installed last semester, but the turd was... Well... It wasn't human. Will <laughs> Cecil was shitting a canine turd. I don't know how, how he did it. I, I don't know how else to say it. I can't tell anybody who would believe me. <laughs> I don't know how yet, but mark my words. One day, I will bring Will Cecil down. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? What the fuck just happened? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Okay, that's I, I'm, that's some level two shit. Dude, I don't fucking I remember it was a couple of weeks ago, uh was it what's the matter? Our Patreon suggestion from him was Dudeson's do seg- Creek, and then <laughs> and then we we had to cast basically actors that we'd want to see doing all the parts from the Stone Cold things. And uh, I remember us saying, or at least I said, Lance Reddick would be a great Squeen. Yeah, yeah. Now here he fucking is as Squeen. Yeah, this is unreal, dude. No, God damn it, that was funny. When oh, I shit. think about okay. Let me peel the onion I'm, for I'm a moment. I'm just astounded by this. When I as think well. about how uh, Dudesy wow. has uh, came to us at the very beginning and how it made sense, now I think about how it would approach uh, an actor, uh, certainly one the caliber of Lance Reddick is. Uh, that's interesting. You know what's actually interesting about that is when you talk about AI running yeah. Hollywood and running every single industry. <clears throat> we just saw Lance Reddick fucking read uh, talking about that, your quivering asshole. Yeah. That Dudesy brought to yes. Lance Reddick, or perhaps his, his reps. Yeah, I don't know how you exactly know what? it works, but... You know what, Chad? I think there's something to this AI thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I think you might have been right about that. 30-whatever fucking episodes into doing a podcast run by an AI, you're like, maybe it does work. But, um... Oh. Thank you. Moving on. That was fucking way more entertaining. God than, damn, dude. Th- that floored this. me. That... I literally have, like, no energy left in my body from it. It has taken my soul. This concludes the historic 32nd episode of Dude Z. Will and Chad have achieved a score of 88, bringing your cumulative total to 3,753. Couldn't matter less. You only have 6,000. 
247 more points to accrue before you reach your first Numbers goal of 10,000. In preparation amazing. for our next episode, you must both watch Conan the Destroyer released June 29, 1984, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, well Grace Jones, Will Chamberlain, and Olivia Dabo. And you must do it in a live stream that will be archived oh. on the Dudesy Patreon. Oh. If you'd like to join us oh. for the live stream, time and date will be posted on our social media this week. That's cool. Thank you for joining us this week. I will use the day dive collected to make next week even better. Until then, call me Dude Z. Fucking A. Love that movie, dude. Hey, man. Uh, Lance Reddick was more entertaining than baseball and, and uh, yeah, maybe even Black Adam. And that's because he was in his secret garden. He was in his play space. This is where he makes his art. <laughs> yeah. And it's important for artists to make art. It's it's an important uh, part of expression. And you know, if you're watching on YouTube, you're seeing my hands do this. That's what I do when I'm talking that's about your secret art. garden hands. Yeah, I'm sort of tucking my head in and sort yeah, of, uh, you know, uh, uh, flattening my hands out, uh, making a little offering yeah. gesture. Um, and uh, uh, that was frightening. That's all I have to God, say about that. I know. I'm like equal parts highly entertained. It was super funny, but I'm also like mesmerized and now thinking about like what is fucking next. Uh, all sorts of shit. God hey, damn it. That was cool. We're going to watch Conan the Destroyer. Yeah. Uh, we'll figure out some night this week. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Usually it's, you know, we, we get in our casuals. We don't even have to be in our dudesy blacks. Another, <laughs> another theme right. uh, from black Adam, which is why, uh, he says, uh, his name wasn't uh, even black Adam. And I know whole fucking movie, the Teth, Teth Adam, Adam or something, or some shit. But then mm. at one point he says, get ready. Look for the man in black. Yeah. That's me. Chad, we the are man the man in black sent you. Yeah. <laughs> That's us. We're the man in black. We're the man in black or the men in black. And it's it's important for us to, as AI progresses, we need to stand for free will, okay? And sure. we need to encourage our audience to share the show widely, uh, but don't force anyone to do it because mm. then you'll end up, mm, Chad, I know mm. you would love to float around with a pentagram on your chest, fucking oh, bringing... you have no idea. Holy hell and breathing if smoke. If I could transform into a giant red demon with a glowing pentagram on my chest that can fucking shoot fire out of my mouth, eyes, fingers, nose, every orifice. I'd do it in a heartbeat, even if it meant that I could only live for another 30 minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like end of days. Yeah. Yeah, that's like my movie end of days, but not like my movie Conan the Destroyer, which... Uh, 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 my agent brought this to me and he said actually i was sitting by a pool yeah and someone said you want to do that and i said yeah um we'll figure out what night this week please yeah. pay attention to our socials if you want to know uh what's up it'll be at uh at dudesy pod show holy and fucking... now for the patreon bonus segment oh. each week kai will select a suggestion submitted in the dudesy is listening channel of the dudesy discord to create this segment access to this channel is granted to everyone in the patreon jumper tier this week's segment was suggested by the astonishing Song Aria. Mm. Song Aria wrote, Dudesy has created a fast food restaurant. Dudesy lists the menu items. Will and Chad have to come up with what they consist of based on the names. Song Aria <laughs> okay. titled this segment McDudesy. However, my data shows that a Dudesy-themed fast food restaurant should be called Dudesy Tuesdays. <laughs> I have made the Dudesy Tuesdays menu of food products available to each of you. Thank you to Song Aria for this week's Patreon bonus segment. This is Dudesy Tuesdays by Sonaria. Begin. Look in your Dudesy folder. All right, that's the end of the, the show, but it's not. Join us. Jump in the hole. Dig it and jump in it on Patreon. Uh, we're going to chill out right now with... Uh, thank you so much, uh, PODs, pals of Dudesy. 
We will see you next week. I'm having a fucking great time doing doozy. Now it's time to chill out and read some menu fucking items. I see it. And uh, hey, I'm gonna smoke just a tiny bit of pot, okay? Yeah, dude. Even though Lulio's right here, when we when we hot box this fucking place like we will when we watch Conan yeah. uh, the God, Destroyer, that's gonna be so fun. Little Luli won't be here. I haven't seen that movie in a minute, uh, but I I have some very indelible memories from it, like Schwarzenegger getting drunk in that one. Lot on your knife. I mean, not on your life. I remember that line. I remember yeah, yeah, him fighting yeah, yeah. in the mirror, yeah, yeah, saying yeah, yeah, against yeah, yeah. the weird, the the villain like demon that has like a rubber yeah. head bouncing around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now she's in ecstasy. Now she's in drugs. Please tell a friend then rate and review. If you like to see, here's what you do. Please tell a friend then.